Gary Bay Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTV, and this is BBQ Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we knew. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We originate from Cleveland, Ohio. We talk about barbecue and grilling things right here live, 9 to 11, every Tuesday evening. It is being recorded at the same time. You will get hour number one podcasted Wednesdays, hour number two Thursdays. And I'll tell you about Friday here in just a few short moments. Still to come on the show this evening, Sam the Cooking Guy in about 13 minutes from now. And closing out the show around 35 past, Sean Walchef from Cali BBQ Media. That's CaliBBQ.media website-wise if you're interested. The host of the Digital Hospitality Podcast and a new podcast coming out here as of today. First, or at least the trailer was released that I saw on Spotify. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snappers slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch slash RD Rempe on YouTube for videos. Also, we are live on Clubhouse for audio. Also, and lastly, you can get an ad-free podcast feed experience through a couple different places at the Patreon page, patreon.com slash BBQ Central Show, or if you use the Apple Podcast app native to the iOS device, there is a little banner right there as you find the show that says ad-free listening experience or however the hell I named it. You can click on that, subscribe, and all the ads will be taken out. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, we bring you episode 210, taking you back to January 19th, 2010. And joining me for that episode back 11 years ago almost, was Dave Bosca of Butcher Barbecue, longtime sponsor of the show. And we talked, this actually might be the first time I had Dave on the show ever. The very first time we talked a lot about injecting back in 2010. Injecting was becoming way more commonplace, not nearly as common as it has over the last five or six years. But back when I started doing the show, 2006. 2007, when the Barbecue Roundtable started coming out, if you go back and listen to those original Barbecue Roundtables, you talk about injecting. Aside from pork butt, people were like, why the hell would I do that? that Now, in 2022, people are like, why the hell would I not do that? that See how we've evolved in 11 years? 12 years? What people thought was poppycock now it's commonplace. Now you wouldn't not do it. You think you might be doing yourself a disservice or putting yourself at a disadvantage. So it's funny how things change over a dozen years or so, or it's kind of a slow roll evolution, I guess. People believed it, but they didn't think you had to do it. And now I think everybody believes they have to do it. So within this segment, Dave and I talk about injecting and what makes up an injection and how he got into making injections, his background specifically. He's from a meat market background. If you recall an interview I did with him a number of years ago, we actually learned that he did a lot of work for Sam's Clubs, setting up the butcher departments in Sam's Club all over the country. Cost him his first marriage, but... That's what he did. So he's got a lot of retail experience, a really cool interview. So you can get some background on him. And again, if, if you're not 
familiar with him, this is a great introduction to Dave. His website is butcherbbq.com. Again, he was a longtime sponsor of the show. His products are great. Uh, I still use them to this day. They're wonderful. So highly accomplished and one of the most prolific barbecue pit masters as well out of Oklahoma. I believe he's a Oklahoma barbecue hall of famer as well. So stay tuned for that episode 210 coming up this coming Friday. You do have to be subscribed to the podcast feed in order to get the best of show. And don't forget, if you want to hear a guest or a segment again that has been lost in the archive somewhere, email John and let him know what you would like to hear. J-O-N at the BBQ Central Show.com is his email address, and he'll do his best to meet your expectation. And then there's this. Uh-oh. I have to ask, why is it every retailer in the Americas not doing this? Because I certainly don't visit a lot of retailers, but I can tell you the ones that I do visit are not Andrew you are not the <laughs> they are not doing this in fact the only one that I know that's doing this regularly and across all locations and they're all corporately owned I don't know if you have them where you're at CVS pharmacy this is not an ad for CVS pharmacy I go there because it's the closest pharmacy but here's the coolest thing that they're doing, and I'm wondering if anybody else knows this or if anybody else realizes the benefit to what they're doing. And believe me, while there is what I'm perceiving to be a benefit to me, the consumer, it's not benefiting me, I don't think. It's really benefiting CVS. What am I driving at here? I'm glad you asked. You get your prescriptions, you grab your Depends undergarments, and a power drink, and a pack of smokes, or whatever it is you're getting at CVS. You put them up to the cashier. $28.37. All right? And you take your card out, or your cash, and here's on the pad, because everything's got a pad now, the electronic pad, where you would make payment if you're paying by card. But it's right in front of your face anymore. Here's what it says. Ready for this? Anybody else? Does anybody know what I'm about to say? Care to round up? Wait a second. Care to round up? Do you mean would I care not to have 38 cents in coins in my pocket? Hell yes. Hell yes. Not only do I want to round up now, I'm going to want to round up again every time I hit CVS because what is it going to be once every 300 visits that you nail an even amount, a full dollar amount, $10, $20, $13, whatever, 99% of the time, 99.99% of the time, it's something in change with all of the technology and advancements and everything that we have at our disposal these days. Can you believe for one second that as an American public, we're dealing with metal coins or whatever they're made out of tin, nickel coins, perhaps the most archaic of currencies. I almost detest cash. We should be cashless, period. I know you could say, well, you can be. People still look at you weird if you pull out your ATM card for two bucks. I think society's gotten a little more tolerant of that. But currency the way we've always known it is crazy. Paper money? Hard change? It's still a thing. You should see the middle console of Bobby's van chalked full of coins. There's got to be $847 in coins taking up four cup holder places. What am I going to do? I can't do anything with this. I'll just put it right here. Well, somebody at CVS has figured it out. How can we now? I have to pay more attention. 
if you're a CVS fan like me and you've paid better attention than I obviously have, is the roundup going to charity or is that just going to the bottom line? Guess what? I'm happy to give you an extra 30 cents every goddamn time. Don't want change. It's not that I don't respect its value, but I don't respect its value. 13 cents. Here's your 13 cents. Piss off with your 13 cents. You keep it. As a matter of fact, 97 cents, you keep it. Unless I'm getting a dollar back, a paper something back, I don't want the tin. Okay? You keep it. You keep it. CVS realizes that this is something that perhaps could sweep the nation. I don't know why the CEO of CVS isn't screaming from the rooftops. We figured it out. We've given the customer options to round up, to not have to get change back. Not paper change. The coin change. Screw coins. Forget it. I'm rounding up every time. By the way, Happy New Year to Teresa Galeotto in the audience tonight. Hope Tony and Tony and Michael and Dom are all doing well. Pass my regards to the associated in-laws and grandkids. Look out. All right, Sam the Cooking Guy is going to be coming up next. And if you think the coin rant was really good just now, wait until the one that I've been sitting on for like a year. It's going to be awesome, and you will agree with me 100%, and you're probably going to feel bad about yourself like I did. Before we get to Sam, let me talk to you quickly about Primo Cookers. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We love that you can get rip-roaring hot for high-temperature grilling of steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cooks? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professional and backyard cooks. It's the best way to manage a fire, cook with confidence. However, getting a two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker, not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grills, their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute the two-zone setup that you desire. Also, gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways to configure the Primo Cooker. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. The new easy lift-top hinge is ready to go. The air dampers have been revamped top and bottom with numbers. The Primo Grill rotisserie is out and available. The pizza grill accessory is out and available. Go check them all out at your dealer. Go to primogrill.com and see where the dealers are. Visit the dealer, get all your accessories, or get a Primo, your first one, and then get all the accessories that are going to come along with it. You'll be ahead of the game. Here's the bottom line. Best ceramics in the biz? Yes. Patented technology? I just said that. True two-zone cooking capabilities, multiple sizes? Yes and yes. If you just have to have a round one, they have those. But if I might impart on your good sense and being a king of your cul-de-sac, get around. Or I'm sorry, get an oval one. Don't listen to me. Get an oval. Primogrill.com. That's primogrill.com. We're back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. To complete the Pit Barrel Cooking Experience, whether you're a beginner or a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. Tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Did I say two sizes? 
three sizes. The PBX came out 2021, if you forgot. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. Tell them the Barbecue Central show sent you. Also, might I add, visit ngrainedusa.com, which is their high-end cutting board. Great for gifts. If you're late gifting this year, make sure that you visit Engrain and grab one of those. And you will be the talk of the town. There's no doubt. Uh-oh. Hold on. I've got the good news and I've got the bad news. I'm getting a picture here. Hang with me. What? What does this say? Unable to connect. Oh, no. I don't even know what that means. Unable to connect? Oh, stand by. All right. Apologize for that. We're working through some logistics. Sam sent me a screenshot of a screen that he's looking at, of something I have never seen before with anybody ever trying to connect in. Of course, the more frustrating thing, we have used this software for five years, six years, never had any issues. So we are doing a little bit of backstagery and aroundedness. And we go to the hotline and welcome in Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam. So this is it. This is Clubhouse. This is it. I don't can't I, see me. No, I've never even seen that screen that you're showing me. What the hell was that? Are you? Did you tell you, your? Did you tell your people what happened? Are you my people? Yes. Are you at the normal headquarters, or are you somewhere else? Bro, I'm sitting right here. I got a cocktail beside me. Yes. I've got my my uh, computer stacked up on. Eight copies of Sam the Cooking Guy recipes with intentional leftovers, and uh, I, I my mic's here. I'm plugged in. Can you reboot it? Reboot what? The computer. Of course I can. Let's just try that. Hold on. Right. That seems. I've I've even known as things as big as airplanes and space shuttles that if you restart it, yeah, ninety nine percent of the time that fixes it. I'm not going to say that okay. that's going well, to I'm fix. Here. I know, look, I'm here, and right. I, your people will not like the audio coming from my side. Fine. It's not the level quality that you demand, but that's okay. It's not that well, I demand. It's that I expect. Isn't that different? It's what you should demand. Right. What was that? That was my computer right. do you think we can? Do you think we can do the giveaway on this, uh, on, the, on the clubhouse? Is that all right? It's your show. All right. I'm asking. What do you ask well, I don't know anything. All right. Well, I know we can. So if you want a chance to play the game that's sweeping the nation, what is Sam like best? Raise <laughs> your hand in the clubhouse, and whoever I see come up first will invite you on. And uh, Sam, would you like to make the announcement on what the prize tonight is for that person that might win? Yeah, well, considering that... Uh I just mentioned that my computer is sitting on seven or eight down the cooking guy recipes with intentional leftovers. Let's give away one of them. All right, we'll do that. And look who's here to play. Wouldn't you know it? A guy who actually showed up to Not Not Tacos only to have Not Not Sam be there, Lance Owen from Hawaii. Okay, can I deal with this for a second? Does, does Lance expect I'm in the restaurants every minute of the day. Lance, do you? Can you hear me? Yes, of course. we can hear you. Okay. <laughs> Sam, no. I did not expect you to be there every second of the day. I okay. was just showing up on a prayer, man. Uh, well, now, look. Let's let's do this, and hopefully you win this this book. And Oh, my God. I just clicked on your link. By, hmm. We're having trouble finding that site. I don't know what to say. It, it, it worked. It worked for Malcolm. It worked for Phyllis, the ghetto country brand mother. It worked for Sean okay, earlier. Thing, I'm. I can send you a picture of this. I believe I, I you. Of course, uh, I believe you. What is going on? Come on, baby, just make this work. <laughs> just send me the book. We're good. No, no, no. That's not how it works. you got to play a game, Lance. So here we go. Hold on. All right, here we go. It's What Does Sam Like Best, the game show sweeping the nation. 
here to play tonight for a chance to win a copy, signed or maybe not signed, is the uh, Recipes with Intentional Leftovers by Sam the Cooking Guy. Lance, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get going. Hey, I'm just a barbecue guy that uh, I kind of think I'm the best on my block, but um, certainly not at your guys' level, but learning a lot from you, and thank you. All right. So. Wait a second. How big is your block, Lance? Um, <laughs> about a half mile long. <laughs> okay. so. It's a big block. Uh, big block. Here we go. But everybody's on three acres, so it's, uh, it's not a lot of houses on my big block. All right, here we go. So... It's going to be best. Where does he live? He lives in Hawaii. Kona, Hawaii. Okay, well, I didn't. I was just at- Yeah. All right. We got through that already. Here's how we play the game. I'm going to ask you a question, and then you're going to guess what Sam thinks is the best of the two. Easy enough? Okay. Easy enough. All right. You have to get the best three out of five. And here's the first question. Lance of the two, which species of onion does Sam like the best? White onion or green onion? And to me, they're both equally vile, but you tell me. (laughs) I think they're both equally great. I'm going to guess the white onion. The white onion. All right. Final answer. Final answer. All right. We'll lock Lance in on... White onion. Sam, which one is best? Sam? Okay, go ahead. Which one is best? White or green onion? Oh, you're asking me now? Sorry. (laughs) Nothing nothing was working for me until a second ago. All right. I want to know what uh, what our boy said. (laughs) (sighs) Production value is uh, at an all-time low here, so... Uh, I asked I asked Lance of the two which species of onion does Sam like the best, white onion or green onion? And Lance said, "White onion." White onion. Oh, and then we locked him in. Lance, apparently, you good? I'm glad he's locked in because apparently he doesn't watch one fucking second of my <laughs> YouTube channel because the answer is green, Lance. <laughs> People Even know. My kids make fun of me because I have a green onion obsession. Even I Ugh. knew that. Even I knew. It was like a trick question, but I guess the trick was on Lance. All right, one, one to the negative. That's all right. We have plenty to go through. Remember, it's best of three, or best three of five. Lance, if he had to choose only one to use going forward to cook with, would Sam choose EV olive oil or... Avocado oil. Only choose one. Uh, Avocado oil. Avocado oil. All right, final answer. Final answer. All right, tricky. Lock you in. Sam, uh, avocado oil or EV olive oil if you had to only use one going forward? Well, Lance from uh, Kona, right? Yep. He gets one on the board. All it's right. Good for you. Avocado, avocado No, I do oil. feel like he tripped into that. <laughs> Does it matter? It was a lucky guess, Lance. Does it matter? I'm just saying. Does it matter? Just saying. The kid's got a, the kid got a lucky answer. Here we go. <laughs> one to the negative, one to the positive. So we're on the right track, Lance. Question number three. Between the two liquors, which would Sam pick as his favorite? Tequila or mezcal? Tequila. Final answer? Final answer. Uh oh. All right. We'll lock him in. Sam, which is your favorite between the two, tequila or mezcal? Can the kid crawl out of the hole? Because the answer is mezcal. Fine. Lance, it seems that you might need to be going against the gut, which normally we don't encourage here on the show, but you might want to consider that. Or you got to get the next two right, or you're a loser. Oh, don't, don't do this to me. Go ahead. Lance, which does Sam like best? French fries or tater tots? Dramatic. 
French fries. All right. Final answer? Final answer. All right, we'll lock them in. Uh, Depending on how this uh, goes, by the way, there's no question five. He's an automatic loser. Uh, well, look. Uh, we shot to YouTube today. We did two episodes. It went really well. We had a great day. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I'm going to actually lie. Oh. To pull little Lance's chances up a bit. Little Lance's chances. French fries. All right. But the answer really uh, is tots. That's right. We knew that, of course. But, Sam, you know what? I just I just remembered that you did that special on those home. That's right. That's right. That Nobody believes awesome. anything you say, Lance. Stop talking and just get the next answer right. This I'm not I'm not gonna cheat for you again, buddy. This is it. This is it. Now, neither so, of you can see this. Boy. Unfortunately, I have production value on this question. Neither of you can see this except for everybody streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Who's Which, hotter? by the way, is an excellent reason for people to stream. That's right. Nonsense. Who's hotter? Betty White. Or Rue McClanahan. And on the video screen right now, you have pictures of a young Betty White and Rue McClanahan, and then you have them as the Golden Girls, Betty White and Rue McClanahan. <laughs> what a choice. God, right. run inside. Who's hotter, Lance? Uh, Betty White or Rue McClanahan, in Sam's opinion? And by the way, I'm going real answer on this one, Lance. That's right. Don't look Sam. for your daddy to save you again. Yeah, no daddy. Sam. <laughs> I flew I flew from Kona to San Diego. I went to your one on the ocean front and it was closed. I took a, a cab over to Little Italy. Please help me here. <laughs> I just get the right answer and you'll be okay. That's right. Rue. Rue. Rue McClanahan. Final answer? Final answer. Oh boy. Do you want me to talk you out of it or no? Because I don't know. I'm just asking. You've gone with your gut. Do we no, want to go against Just the... lock him in. Lock him in. Final answer, Rue McClanahan? But final answer. All right. Lance has oh, picked I, Rue McClanahan. I, 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 Sam, who's hotter, Betty White or Rue McClanahan? There is no question. I think if you look at the pictures of them young and then old, <laughs> there is no question. Lance, you're getting the book, baby, because it's 100% Rue McClanahan. Wow, we just like that. Oh, my goodness. Well, Lance, you've done it. You've pulled it off in dramatic fashion. Although, technically, I think we should not be giving you the prize because Sam lied on question number four. But that's irrelevant. That is irrelevant. Hey, hey, it's up to me. I got to to say what I got to say. You've done it. So here's what you need to do, uh, Lance. Send me an email. My my pleasure, Lance. Send me an email, Lance. uh, Winner, Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com with your shipping info. I'll get it over to Sam. And he will send you the book. And we thank you for playing What Does Sam Like Best? (laughs) Great day. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Now he's out of there. You're still there, right, Sam? Yeah. Hey, are we doing this every month? Because I kind of like this. Were you on the show last month? Huh? Were you on the show last month? When you said, I really love this. We're going to be doing this every month going forward. (laughs) I just but it's your show. Twice in of a row course. does not mean every month. If we do it more than once, that means we're doing it all the time until somebody good. else says good, we're good, not good, doing good, this good. anymore. I can tell you that. So, Great. yeah, I mean, I Great. thought that was pretty fun. Very, very dramatic. Fun. I enjoyed very it. dramatic, yeah. All right, so Lance wins the book after he feels like he was wrong for you not being at Not Not Tacos. Like, you should be camping <laughs> out there no matter what. Right. So, uh, let's yeah, Good call. luck finding Guy Fieri at his restaurant. Yeah. Or Bobby Flay. I mean, people have shit to do. Yeah, like you don't have anything better to do. Uh, by Nothing the way, we've uh, tinkered around so much, we've we've lost a whole bunch of time. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. Uh, the video that I just saw yesterday involved a dry-aged steak. Yeah, uh, dry-aging has been a huge ongoing topic of this show, especially over the last five years or so. Yeah. What do you like about... The unit that you got, aside from it being just sent uh, to you, and then what do you like about dry age steaks specifically, or do you not? No, I do. I do. I do like a more developed flavor. I, I really do. I look. I'm a. Uh, we cook steak a lot. I'm a fan of steak. Uh, 
I, I don't order it out in restaurants very often because I'm often disappointed sure. at at how it's cooked and the price. I mean, steaks are expensive when you buy them uh, in a store. Uh, it's not so bad if you buy them wholesale, but when you buy them at a restaurant, you're paying a lot of money. And, and if that first bite you take is not like, holy shit, this is worth the 50, 60 bucks or whatever you pay... Yep. It's a bummer, so I try not to disappoint myself. That being said, I do enjoy a dry-aged steak. The, the flavor's more mature. I find it to be a little more tender. I just like the whole thing. And now that I've had an opportunity to do it myself, I find it uh, that part of it really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. So we shot today, and we put in a 10-pound boneless Wagyu, sorry, Wagyu, ribeye um that the last the last one we aged for 28 days because that seems to be sort of the norm this one i'm going 45 i i I wanted to add half as much because i want to see what a more mature dry aged steak tastes like i don't think i've had a 45 day in a restaurant i've certainly never done it myself so so we're going to try it but we also put a GoPro, attached a GoPro to the front of the unit. Yeah. And we're now taking a picture every hour for the next <laughs> 45 days. It's going to make just an amazing uh, time lapse. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited about it, but I like it. I like the process. Like, I don't really smoke uh, weed anymore. But when I did, one of the things I liked about it the most and, and look, I'm 62, so when I was first buying weed, it was full of stems and seeds and stuff like that. You had to start by cleaning it out and just getting to the actual like bud, the leaf, whatever. I love the process of it. I like the process of cooking. I like the process of taking a primal cut, putting it in, waiting for it to happen, then cutting it into steaks, getting the the the... The, the, the shit's that called on the outside. The, the pellicle? Um, pellicles. Pellicle off the outside. I, I like that. It was, it's fun for me. I also like the idea that I can now open my freezer and in my freezer are, you know, a dozen dry aged uh, ribeye steaks waiting for me mm. when I want them. It's a good thing to do. How far do you so think you take it out? Sorry? How far do you think you take it out? I, you know what? I'll know better, Greg, after this 45. I've, I watched a thing on YouTube, a guy uh, eating a, a 365 day. Yeah. It was way too much. He said it was way too much. <laughs> this is a guy that really knows his state. Yeah. So I, I'll see it 45. I, I don't know. But there was a noticeable uh, change in how it smelled. After 28 days, it smelled more significantly different than it tasted significantly different mm. for me. So I'm hoping that there is more of a change in the flavor profile at 45 days. We're going to follow we'll your dry aging steak journey. I can't wait to see that time lapse. No, Sam, me are, too. I think it'd be fun. Are it'd you... Here, here should have been question number six. Sam, are you or am I more surprised that our mutual friend, Sean Walcheff is now at podcast number three launching today? By the way, we're bringing in Sean. Are you or am I more surprised that he now has a third podcast that he's been involved with? Oh, I, I just <laughs> fell off my chair thinking about that. And you know about it because I mean, evidently you're, you're involved seven F, different ways. That guy, how the f does that guy have uh, two seconds to do any of his restaurant work and raise? I was two I was in my restaurant today. Yeah, by the and way, be a husband. In, you were in. I was in, your, I was yeah, in my listen, restaurant. You, you might have been in your. I was restaurant, in my restaurant but you were for fucking significant po- time today. You were podcasting. You were talking to somebody. You were encouraging. No, I was you were smoking barbecue on the old hickory. Come on, For, that was no, you don't real. know how to cook. <laughs> you have people that what? do that. Everybody knows that, and you admit that. So cut that uh, lie right now. 
Wow. Well, I think we should go back to uh, Sam de-stemming and de-seeding his marijuana. The you know, process. I love that. That um, whole process, I don't even have was, any idea what segment. that even looks like. Like, it's <laughs> totally over segment. my head. Listen, what is, when, what you, when you bought a bag of weed in my day, and I, there's people listening right now that they can comment on YouTube or Clubhouse or whatever. If you're old enough to have done this, you know that it was a mission. You got a yes. bag of weed from your buddy, whoever you got it from. You came home, and before any smoking happened, you had to spend 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes stemming, de-stemming, de-seeding the whole process. Wow. It, it, was, it was a mission. That sounds like a lot of work. These are all, these, these are all facts. It, I'm, I'm old enough, Sam. I'm 40 now. I'm, I'm old enough to know. Here's what it is, Greg. Let me put it in terms that you'll understand. You can go to Costco and you can buy a fully trimmed whole filet. Or you can buy one for, I don't know what the prices are now, not 20 bucks a pound, maybe, maybe 18, maybe uh, 16, 17 bucks a pound. But it has the silver skin, all the fat on it. Yeah. And you're not cooking that thing until you spend... 20 minutes on it. Same thing with my bag of weed back wow. in the day. Makes you appreciate it that much more. You put a little legwork in to yeah. stemmy, what'd you call it? Seed it? Stem it? I don't know, whatever de- it is. De-stemming yeah. and de-seed. Look, it's and Then you have my... to put it in paper and roll it and light it. And then well, of course, stinks. there's always that. But that's the, that, that part's... That's whether you, whether you bought it 40 years ago or yesterday. You still have to put it in paper and roll it if you want to smoke it as a joint. Sam, was it easier to get weed ready to go or was it easier to get crack cocaine ready to go? Uh Uh, You know, there was a process to that. But see, when I... Why you got to drag me back into this hole again? Here's what what we've come to know. I share too much. That's what I know. Sam, you've done it again. Lance Hmm. has won a book that I have sent you the information on to send to him to Hawaii. So I can't imagine the shipping on that. I would have told him to pound salt. There's no way I'm shipping anything to Hawaii. Number I'm two, sending that in a, it's going on a boat. Dry-aged beef is something that you're now into. You have a dry-ager, and you're going to be Absolutely. taking this incredible time lapse. And we yes. both can't believe that Sean is in podcast number three, which I'm going <laughs> to talk to him here in just a second. Uh, Sam, we will look for you in February where we will pick up a Thank whole you, bunch boys. of other topics. Thanks for coming Sam, on, as Sam, always. Before, Thank before, you, you, before you leave, I have a trivia question for Greg about Sam. Oh, uh, let's hear this. This will be right, Hold on a second. Let's meet me. Hey, everybody. My name is Greg Rempe. I live in Bomb City, <laughs> USA, Cleveland, Ohio. I'm host of the Barbecue Central Show, which has been running live for the last 13 years. And I have a wife and three daughters. And I can't wait for death, everybody. All right, so that's me, and let's play. Cleveland, Ohio, which, by the way, their their uh, license plate frames say Creep Town, USA, <laughs> or the Buckeye State, but nevertheless, the Buckeyes. Okay, one of the two. Sean is the host, and he has this question. This question for Greg Rempe, Sam the Cooking Guy, with over three million YouTube subscribers. How long did it take for him? and Max to realize what they were doing on YouTube was wrong. How long did they stay at 30,000 and what was their aha moment that allowed them to rapidly grow their channel? Oh, wow. Shit, I don't even know if I know this. Okay. Let's I do, think I do. Let's do the math. 30,000. 2013. I'm going four years. And I'm giving that my final answer. Am I right or wrong? No, you're wrong, actually. I'm wrong? Wait Wait, wait a sec. I tried my hardest. And and hold on. What's the the follow-up question? Is What was the aha moment that allowed them to rapidly grow their channel? What were they doing wrong? They weren't buying subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I think I'm even confused by Sean's question. Are you saying how long he, he were went, we on? Is the, he asking how long we were on YouTube no, the, before we had that aha moment? The, yes. So the aha moment is we're getting rid of the live cast, which 1% of the people are watching and 90% of the people aren't. 
Like and 1%. We went That's to generous, bro. We went to the 13 to 15 minute time frame, three times a week, produced awesome. And then boom, he shot up rapidly to the point where See? he's eclipsing a million plus a year at this point. See? Now it sounds like you interview him every month. Yes. Well, I know now, this I is this like, let, me, let me do this. Let me turn over all the cards and tell you that we started in t- 2011. It was 2018 when we had 30,000 subscribers. Seven years. Correct answer. Seven years. That's what I was looking for. Seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2018 was the turnaround for us. And then we've grown a million each year since. If you... Do you know where you you would get that information? You'd get that on the new podcast, Restaurant Influencer. Hey, Sean, do you want to to see something you've never seen before? Look at this. I would love love to see that. Look at this. That is fantastic. Listen. It is. Mr. Greg Rempe from the Barbecue Central Show. Look at that. He's a a douchebag because he's put himself in my kitchen. (laughs) He's like some weird, freakish giant. I, and I wait. And I this, just, oh my God, this, this is what, this was what you Mrs. have to Rampy? be on YouTube to watch. Uh, that was a little daughter. Oh, it was a daughter. Okay. This is when Sam. Smaller on the screen. This is when Sam was interviewing me. I had green screened wow. myself into the kitchen that he's actually yeah, in did. for that. Amazing. Yeah. And how many subscribers did Sam have at this point? Seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> and four left during that segment. Four left. Can, Unbelievable. Was this the first date? Is this first date? No, this wasn't the first no, one, no. but we I might have done one or two before that. But there was a first time where, uh, where Sam was interviewing me. It wasn't just me being the one that was having Sam on the show when he was doing the Sam live cast. So as we're tying it all wow. together here, we've taken a lot of time. So the, que- so Sam, so the question, well, the question is, is, Greg, have you been on Sam's show since? It, but it's not the same show. No, I, w- I don't have anybody on now. I can't. I, I, the only way that I could possibly be on that show is to jump a bird and get over there and be in a shoot. That, that's the only way. It can't be live anymore. Like, that was a live hit. Right from my... I mean, it looks like I'm in hit. his, yeah, but that yeah. was a live hit. So, yeah. can't do it. Sam, I'm going to chase you off now so I can take some time with Sean here to talk about his new show. But I appreciate you as always. We'll see you in February. Yeah, yeah, thank you. you. Please ask this question because I think somewhere in the back of Sean's mind is uh, podcast number four that he's working on. All right. I'm already working on it, Sam. All right. I'm moving. Uh, I know you are. I'm going to move to Sean, and I'm going to ask him that question here. This is uh, Sam the Cooking Guy right there. Thank you for coming on. I was never going to get out of that. I just had to hang up on him. I'm sorry, Sam. That's it. Uh, So, Sean, welcome to the show, and thank you for coming in for a handoff, I believe it was. And uh, I don't even know, like, where I'm at time-wise on my 743 my thing on the West Coast. here. I tell you what, let me do this real quick. Can you stand by? And I'm going to do a quick read. And then we will come back and talk about restaurant influencers. I want to talk to you quick. The new year is here. So if you were waiting for that four to six weeks, guess what? You've missed it. However, it's time to commit. Let's do it. The new year's here. Does it matter? Let's get involved. Be honest. How long have you wanted to lose a few pounds? How long has it been on your to-do list? A long time. Now, look, we listen to the show because we love barbecue, and many of us make a habit of getting second, third, maybe fourth servings of this stuff because it's delicious. But what effect has that had on an activity level that's not what it used to be? Maybe you've heard that having a dad bod is cool, but take it from a stud like me, it's not cool. Wearing your gluttony everywhere you go is not the thing to do. Not to mention, being overweight increases the risk for all causes of mortality, including strokes, most cancers, coronary artery disease, the list goes on. Luckily, thanks to my new friend and friend of show, backyard barbecue enthusiast and men's health and wellness coach David McDowell, you can now eat barbecue all year round and still lose the fat. With David, you've got an assistant around the clock. He's just a text message, an iMessage, or a WhatsApp message, or an email away. He's also available to FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, video chat, whatever you need, even on short notice. Some coaches charging upwards of $500 a month for a canned diet plan, one to two check-ins a month. Forget that. Partnering with David allows you access to a resource who's available effectively 24-7. Things have gone so well as we've started with David. 
that he's offering the Centralites a year of coaching, not for 500 bucks a month, not for 400, not 300, not 200. Finally, you can permanently lose all the unwanted fat, fat for just 2,300 bucks total for the year. But you got to do it now. Don't wait. Let's do it. Win health in 2022. Visit the website davidleans.com. That's davidleans.com slash bbq to sign up right now and get the deal. That's davidleans.com slash bbq to sign up right now. 2300 bucks in total for the year for the coaching, for the wellness, for the meals, for the exercises. He's actually going to be on in two weeks. We're going to talk all about it. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ, and we are back with Sean Walchef of Restaurant Influencers. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere, the Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, this portion being brought to you by Smithfield. Through the grilling season, it's always grilling season. Go to smithfield.com and get tips and tricks from pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Childs Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield fresh pork, quite simply, some of the finest pork money can buy and the trusted choice of world champ pitmasters for use in competitions and at home. Incognito is saying this, by the way. Sean, you can read this as well. Uh, I have been listening to the Barbecue Central Show podcast for years. Sam is a bit of a blowhard. <laughs> Uh, incognito, your words, not ours. We're big fans of Sam the Cooking Guy here on the show, and I know Sam, uh, I know Sean is as well. So, Sean, before we get into the newest podcast, and we're a little abridged here, last time you were on, we went fairly in-depth on Ghost Kitchens and how the goal was for you to become, or Cali BBQ, to become the Amazon Prime of barbecue. So, as we turn the page into 2022, how is that effort going, and what does it look like over the next quarter or so to achieve? Uh, it's very exciting. We are about to open up another distribution point at San Diego State, Viejas Arena. So we're going to be selling barbecue at basketball games uh, for the Aztecs basketball team, which is super cool. Uh, we're opening up the second ghost kitchen location. Construction had us a little bit delayed at the end of last year, but that will be opening. And we're actually finalizing our lease negotiations uh, for the Master Smokehouse and Media Center. So things are going on schedule, a lot of moving parts, balancing the Amazon Prime of barbecue, plus the multiple podcasts and all the other things that uh, the barbecue hunk, uh, who's behind the scenes doing all the work Stover and I are doing. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're super excited. 2022 has a, never been a better time to be in business. I was talking with one of my inner circle members. We were talking about ghost kitchens and it was very trendy to talk about mid last year through the balance of 2021. But as you turn into 2022, are you still bullish on ghost kitchens across the country? Do you still think this is a wave of the future? Do you think it's going to die down a little bit much like sous vide was all the rage? And then six months later, it was like, eh, it's got a place, but it's not going to be as cool as we thought it was going to be. I mean, I think the real question is less about ghost kitchens and more about delivery. And delivery has just become a part of our lives and convenience. So, you know, that's why Amazon Prime is winning. That's why Amazon Prime is driving around in your neighborhood. That's why they're in my neighborhood. Um, the answer is, can restaurants think differently? And the restaurants that do think differently about distribution, how do you get your great barbecue to other people in the city? If you can think about it that way, whether it's a ghost kitchen, whether it's a commissary kitchen, whether it's selling barbecue to the local grocery store, I mean, however you can get your barbecue to more people, that's really the way that restaurants need to think, in our opinion. Sean Walchuff joining me from Cali BBQ, the owner of Cali BBQ, the website calibbq.media, or you can Google Cali BBQ, C-A-L-I BBQ, and find, uh, find out all about Sean and what he's up to. Sean, one of the things that I think about when I think of Sean is the word evolution or growth or growth evolution. And what I mean by that is when I first became aware of you, you were 
just starting a podcast called Behind the Smoke Barbecue War Stories. You were doing it with a co-host, and it was loosely throwing around the word barbecue, but there was a lot of business talk that was in there that didn't really have anything to do with barbecue at all. Then that went for 100 episodes, and then you're doing what you've been doing over the last couple of years, digital hospitality, and talking about digital storytelling and having folks on that podcast. And now we've come to a new evolution or a, a new pivot of Sean. I think of pivot when I think of Sean as well. That's a word you like to use. Restaurant influencers. This is going to be the newest podcast. The trailer's out in a lot of the podcast platforms right now. So if you're looking for something new to listen to, I would ask that you go subscribe on all the podcast platforms. Just search restaurant influencers and go from there. But tell me about how the evolution of this particular podcast came about. Yeah, I think, you know, part of what we do at Cali Barbecue Media and what we do at Cali Barbecue is tapping into what pulls us every single day out of bed. You know, what what gets us excited and what gets me and the team excited is evolution and chasing our curiosity. And our curiosity has led us to Behind the Smoke, which like you said, was Yes, a barbecue podcast that started as a barbecue podcast, but it was really more a business podcast. It was really more a digital marketing, digital media podcast. And that became digital hospitality, which, um, you know, we've been doing for multiple years. It's our ongoing thesis that every business needs to be digital first and every business needs to be in the hospitality business. And we still truly believe that Um, that's allowed us to explore multiple topics, including social media, digital media. Um, sports entertainment, which we absolutely love, and self-improvement. Uh, restaurant influencers is a huge opportunity to niche down what we've found in our own journey, you know, at our restaurant, trying to run a restaurant, trying to build a brand, trying to start as a sports bar and evolve from a breakfast restaurant to a barbecue restaurant on the West Coast. I mean, there was so much time, even today, we still get laughed at for doing barbecue on the West Coast. So we're always trying to improve our craft and whether that's the craft of barbecue or the craft of making media, we've gotten to the point with restaurant influencers where we have a bigger stage. So we've partnered with Entrepreneur Magazine and with Yelp, and we have Toast, our primary point of sale partner, who is the title sponsor of the show, to really bring out the best of the best on the globe that are dominating on all the different social platforms. Um, if they're dominating on TikTok, if they're doing well on Instagram, if they're building a brand, I mean, Sam, the cooking guy is our first guest. You know, I asked you the trivia question about how he got to, he had this aha moment with Max because it's so important, not just for restaurants, but for anyone that's in business, anyone that's an entrepreneur of why is YouTube important? Why should I be making content for YouTube? And if you learn from the best and you ask the best, then you can highlight that and share those. And especially on these huge platforms with Entrepreneur and Yelp, um, more people can learn from it and we can make deeper connections. So we're super fired up about the podcast. Uh, the trailer is up. Sam's episode drops next Tuesday. That'll be the first episode of Restaurant Influencers. And like I said, we're super excited that Toast, who literally allowed us to dig into our digital thesis for us to really become the Amazon Prime of barbecue. You need a point of sale partner that understands online ordering and Toast has been by our side and now they're going to help us with this uh, this journey of, of getting the best of the best in the world onto this podcast. Sean Walchef joining me here on the show. CaliBBQ.media is the website and the new show is Restaurant Influencers. So check that out on all the podcast platforms. Sean, let's talk about target audience for the moment. Is this something that anybody in the restaurant industry is going to want to subscribe to? And is that the target? And then anybody that just listens is ancillary or cream on the coffee, as my old Dutch boss used to say. Or is it widely for anybody doesn't have to be food related or food industry related? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question because when we created Behind the Smoke and when we created Digital Hospitality, we went broad for a reason. We didn't want to niche down. I didn't need to compete with the Greg Rempies of the world. You are already the the king of the castle. I didn't, there there didn't need to be another barbecue show. King in the castle, king in the castle. So what what we created was something that allowed us to dig into our curiosity. And now we can niche down that curiosity to the restaurant space, to the hospitality space. But back to our, our thesis is if we pick the best of the best in the restaurant space or the hospitality space that are doing a great job on TikTok or they're doing a great job on Yelp or they're doing a great job on LinkedIn, creating content, telling stories, 
that information is applicable to anybody that's an entrepreneur or a business owner. So, you know, it's really trying to understand how, how do you simplify social media? How do you simplify content creation and how do you create other opportunities, other lines of revenue that typical businesses don't, don't think of? When you're doing interviews here, is it something where you're traveling out and doing stuff live? Is it a mixture of connecting like we're doing here virtually? How do you, originally it was back in the day <laughs> you had to be live to be a guest this on your true. show right i mean it was either live or go true. f and then over time and obviously because of pandemics and stuff everybody's had to figure it out going virtual whether it's through zoom or some of these other connection devices how are you doing it this time around so it's a combination of both and you know i want to give you credit greg as a podcast mentor is somebody that I've leaned on. You know, you you were the first guest, the first virtual guest on the Digital Hospitality podcast and that was something that you asked me multiple times, why don't I have virtual guests? It allows you to interview more people, it's more cost effective and for me before we wanted to interview people in person and that worked for us until the pandemic hit. And once the pandemic hit, we started using technology, uh, we started using Zoom, we started using Calendly to book guests. I mean, we're using so many different tools that have made it cost effective affordable and a way to produce the the show at scale so yes there will be in-person interviews um, I went to New York for the toast my the primary point of sale partner they had their IPO in the New York Stock Exchange 33 billion dollar company um, we were invited as one of 20 out of 50,000 restaurants to mm -hmm. get invited to go to that party document the party um, and because we were there we we made content and we recorded interviews. So I had a video team. I had Kyle and Sarah, who's a guest on the show. He's uh, incredible on TikTok. He's called, it's the restaurant resource on TikTok. The guy absolutely crushes it, has hundreds of thousands of views on his controversial videos, is very entertaining, does a great job on Instagram. But he set up multiple interviews with restaurant owners in the city and we captured content and we're going to bundle that up. And those are some of our first guests. Are you done with the first season? Do you have everything ready to oh, go no. and you're just going to be rolling no. it out or and what's the release schedule weekly or every other weekly. week so every every week on tuesday we'll be releasing a new episode every thursday will be a digital hospitality episode and um, we're going to be doing clubhouse calls i know you've been leaning into clubhouse we have some clubhouse friends troy hooper i believe is in the audience Derek walls steven swiderski of course barbecue hunk um, but yeah, we're going to be doing Wednesday at 10 a.m. We'll be doing a follow-up with whoever the guest was on the show. And then Friday um, will be the same for the digital hospitality guest. So we're going to have a full schedule of content um, coming out in 2022. One of my follow-up questions was going to be, is this a transition time where digital hospitality is going to fall to the wayside, much like Behind the Smoke did, and now we're going to be dealing with restaurant influencers, or if this was just going to be the national uh, natural evolution of one to the other, but you're going to be doing both. That's a huge time commitment to do both. <laughs> it is a time con commitment, which is why we're uh, we're building a team. You know, we're building a team to make this happen. And Stover's done an incredible job setting up the infrastructure so that we can accomplish this. Um, digital hospitality is not going anywhere. And we are going to lean deeper into a lot of the topics that we want to explore more. Um, being a dad is something that we're going to have more guests on that can talk about being a dad, talk about mental health, talk about self-improvement. Um, some of the most popular episodes that we did on digital hospitality were exploring topics that most business podcasts don't talk about. Sean Walchef is the owner over at Cali BBQ. You can find him on the web at CaliBBQ.media or you can Google Cali BBQ if you would like to. The new podcast is Restaurant Influencers. The trailer's out now. The first one will drop a week from today on Tuesday. And then as you just heard, there's associated clubhouses and then digital hospitality is not going anywhere either. There'll be new episodes coming out there. Sean, you're very busy. I certainly appreciate the time here. Appreciate you jumping in and mixing it up with Sam a little bit. And I uh, wish you nothing but success on the new podcast. And however I might be able to help, I'm happy to do it. And we will track your success from here. Well, anybody that's listening, if you want to start a podcast, my recommendation to you is to hire Greg Rempe to help you because he is my podcast coach. He is my podcast guru. Him and Sam gave me an audio intervention to improve the digital hospitality show. So I'm grateful for everything you do, Greg. You got it. There he is. Sean Walchef. 
from Cali BBQ. Again, the website, CaliBBQ.media, and the new show is going to be Restaurant Influencers. So sign up. Might learn something new. Always a great guest and continuing to pursue the goal of being the Amazon Prime of barbecue. All right, we're heading to wrap up the second hour here and or the show, and we'll be right back. So stick around. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back, and we thank Sean Walchef and Sam the Cooking Guy for joining me here in the second hour. TheCookingGuy.com is Sam's website. Shop.stcg.com for his product. Also, Sean, KellyBBQ.media for his website. All right, let's go ahead and make tracks to get out of here all the way back in the first hour. We started off 2022 with Malcolm Reed, as we do each and every brand new month, the first Tuesday. HowToBarbecueRight.com is website. Also, the same handle on social media. After Malcolm, we talked with first-time guest of the show, the Ghetto Country brand mother, Phyllis Strauder. CKOcreator.com, her website, if you need to get your brand game together or if you just need to start your brand game. This is somebody you want to get in contact with, go through the boot camps, go through the master classes, get your stuff set and ready to go. That is CKOcreator.com. Second hour, as I just mentioned, Sam the Cooking Guy, thecookingguy.com, and Sean Walchef, CaliBBQ.media. The new podcast is Restaurant Influencers. Big show planned for you next week. We have Meathead. We have Robert Moss. And we have plenty of other stuff to get to as well as we go into the second week of 2022. Hope you had a great New Year's weekend this past weekend that you're staying safe and healthy. September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. And until we meet again next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Reppy. Good night now. Hi, this is Jeff Richards, Columbus, Ohio. You're listening to Barbecue Central.